listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. An early congratulations for our confirmandi. Today is Pentecost. We celebrate the descent of the Holy Spirit. And Pentecost Sunday is when we typically as a parish do adult confirmations. The, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, the personal love of the Father and the Son, equally God with the Father and the Son. You see, Christ started his church, the Catholic Church. Christ is the head of his church. The Holy Spirit is the soul of that church. It's the Holy Spirit that joins the members together of the church along with Christ. In fact, uh, speaking of confirmation in our bulletins, when you take one home, we have an insert about our future plan for our parish in regards to confirmation. They have moved confirmation from 11th grade to 8th grade because of the needs of our church. Our young people need the grace before they get into high school. And confirmation gives that grace that, that's needed. Confirmation, what is it? Confirmation is the sacrament by which God infuses in us the grace of Pentecost and perfects the grace that we received in baptism. Baptism and confirmation go hand in hand. In confirmation, we receive an increase of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which strengthen us to serve the church and draw others into that friendship with God. These virtues that are given to us in confirmation are vital in our world today. Holy Mother Church and her teachings are often attacked. Many people criticize the church for daring to defend what Christ taught on many issues today. And in fact, the Catholic Church often now stands alone in regards to many issues on what Christ taught infallibly. The sacrament of confirmation gives us the spiritual strength to be faithful to God, to bear witness to Christ, to bring him to the world which needs him so desperately. You know, we are in the final part of our sacrament series, the season finale of our seven-part series. Confirmation for today is our final sacrament. Where is confirmation found at in Scripture? Well, in the Old Testament, the people of Israel were divided because the Tower of Babel was erected. They could no longer speak to each other. Pentecost reverses that. That God gives us his spirit in which we can truly love one another. Christ promised the outpouring of his Holy Spirit upon his people many times throughout his ministry. This promise was fulfilled most dramatically at Pentecost, where the Holy Spirit descended upon the apostles as tongues of fire emboldening them to preach the gospel to all nations. 
just as Christ instructed them to do. When Jesus, our Lord, was baptized in the Jordan and the Holy Spirit descends upon him like a dove, or in the letter to the Hebrews, when that author gives reference to the laying on of hands after baptism, both of those images, the descent of the Holy Spirit after baptism and the laying on of hands after baptism, refers to the completion of baptism and confirmation. Confirmation confirms baptism. It's the gift of the Holy Spirit, the totality of it. And since the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity, truly God, within Scripture, it's written all over. So what to preach on? The seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, the six charismatic gifts of the Holy Spirit, the eight different images of the Holy Spirit, the six sins directed against the Holy Spirit, all the different names of the Holy Spirit, or even the birth of the church at Pentecost. We could be here all day. Huh? But something I, I want to just break open for a little bit. Whenever someone is confirmed, they are given something by God. Gifts. The seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. These seven gifts of the Holy Spirit are supernatural habits that's infused within the soul. They enable us to receive and obey the voice of God in our life. They make us more attentive to God's voice. These gifts of the Holy Spirit are not a privileged thing for the very few. Every soul has these gifts once they are confirmed and they live in a state of grace. They, they are habits that we foster. And the greater personal holiness of that person, the more productive these gifts of the Holy Spirit are. They have a profound influence on our holiness and our journey toward heaven. What are these seven gifts of the Holy Spirit? These gifts are wisdom. Wisdom is how we judge between right and wrong. It gives us a standard to live by that lives in objective truth and is given to us by Jesus and proclaimed by the church. Wisdom. There's also understanding. The second gift, understanding, helps us understand the mysteries of our faith. That the faith, while it plunges the depths of God, is still accessible to a child. Understanding helps us with that. The gift of counsel. Counsel helps us to make wise decisions, choosing promptly and correctly according to the will of God. We're not lazy in the will of God. Counsel helps us to choose actions that glorify God and help in the salvation of souls. That gift of fortitude. Fortitude gives us the strength and the courage to endure difficulties for the faith. Think of it like this. 
when a couple first comes together then and they're in love, it's a beautiful thing, but it's puppy love. They haven't yet endured. I like our married couples that have been married for so long. It's still love, but it hasn't been mature yet. Fortitude is that strength of character where I'm no longer just a boy of faith. I'm now a man of faith, willing to endure sufferings for God. The gift of knowledge. Knowledge helps us live detached from material things, or at least to use material things as they were created to be. That things do not own me. I own things. The gift of knowledge helps us detach from material possessions so that we can actually have a clear judgment. That gift of piety. Piety is the joyful, supernatural awareness of being children of God and having brothers and sisters in Christ. Piety helps us to love God and our neighbor, to help us realize that every single person is a child of God. And finally, the last gift is fear of the Lord. Fear of the Lord is more about awe and reverence than terror. It's more about love than my knees knocking. It refers to the absolute respect and love for an all-powerful, all-loving God. Fear of the Lord helps us to test evil in my life. It helps me to hate my sin, but helps me to love God. These seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, again, are not a privileged possession of few. Every single person that is confirmed has these supernatural habits that we can form. Christ ascended into heaven, but before he did that, he promised his apostles that he would send a paraclete, a comforter, that would teach them all things. This promise was fulfilled on the day of Pentecost, and confirmation is that sacrament which gives us the Holy Spirit and prints upon us the mark on our soul that makes us a soldier for Christ and makes us perfect Christians. The sacrament of confirmation makes us perfect Christians by confirming us in the faith and perfecting the virtues that was given to us in baptism. Confirmation and baptism go hand in hand. Confirmation confirms what we received in baptism. To end this uh, sacrament series, I wish to end with one of the oldest known prayers to the Holy Spirit. Because in every sacrament, we are given the gift of the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindled in them the fire of your love. Send forth thy spirit, and we shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of thy Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of your faithful, grant by that same Holy Spirit that we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolations. Through Christ our Lord.